the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House of Washington. The U.S. and Japan have agreed to keep American troops within their bases as worries grow about a sharp rise in coronavirus cases in the country. The restrictions starting tomorrow will last 14 days. Also on SRNews.com, GOP Senator John Thune of South Dakota is seeking re-election to a fourth term in 2022. Senator Thune turned 61 on Friday and is second-ranked in Senate Republican leadership. He had considered retiring in recent months. Both parties are fighting for control of a closely divided Senate in 2022, but Thune has a clear path to re-election. Correspondent Bob Agnew reporting. Meanwhile, Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin says he'll seek re-election to a third term. Johnson announced his decision on Sunday. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees people fed up. So everybody but white people get COVID treatment preference in places like Minnesota and New York. Blue states. It's not a coincidence, you know. It's always run by Democrats. Man, they're going to get their butts whipped in November. People are so sick of this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We ended up with hundreds of delectable entries and have compiled the best of the best into the World's Greatest Recipes, Volume 1, available now free at am1280thepatriot.com. You'll find listener submissions as well as some tasty entries from our favorite authors, radio hosts, and friends like Phil and Clay Robertson, Shelley Rushing Tomlinson, Andrew Farley, and the family of John MacArthur, and more. Today's forecasts are looking at a high of 4 and a low of negative 9 for tonight with a chance of snow tomorrow high of 3 and a low of negative 2. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so at hashtag show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. For any comments or questions, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And you can also follow us along at Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
And we do have the live stream up and running, live stream of the broadcast. and waving to the camera right now. So we hope you could tune in there. There's another comment section for you to uh, share your thoughts, opinions, commendations, condemnations, whatever the case may be. But as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I have a feeling I am not going to get a lot of commendations uh, during this first segment uh, because my stance on a certain event that happened a year ago Thursday has not been popular and has been uh, hit back upon by uh, whether it's conservatives, Trumpers, never Trumpers, or progressives. But yeah, uh, that's obviously what I want to start with this first hour is this past Thursday. And, and we saw, and we knew this was coming. The hyperbole and pearl clutching and vapors over the events that took place on January 6, 2021. So we commemorate one year of that awful day. And it was an awful day. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, not going to spin it, not going to go with uh, a lot of the pro-Trump talking points of like, well, come on, look at the video. People were walking orderly within the velvet ropes when once they got in the Capitol, and they were allowed to just walk right into the Capitol by security. Well, that's one area you saw. Uh, conveniently left out were people using barricades and breaking windows of the Capitol building. And another was where they were trying to break down doors to get into the Capitol, and which sadly resulted in the death of Ashley Babbitt when she was shot by Capitol Police. And a lot of people thought that that was unnecessary violence. Um, but I always say, well, look, uh, if it were Black Lives, if it were Black Lives Matter breaking in to a building and breaking in via force that way, breaking glass, trying to break down doors, and law enforcement shot someone dead, would you be singing a different tune? Because if you would, you might want to uh, kind of assess your value system there. But. There are a lot of layers to this, and it may take all hour to talk about this, but here's the thing. January 6, 2021 was an awful day. Shouldn't have happened. Uh, I don't believe it rose to the level of a coup or an insurrection, okay, because people who are using those words are also some of the same people, specifically President Joe Biden, who, when talking about gun control, uh, kind of slaps at the notion that people arm themselves against tyranny, against a government that oversteps its bounds and engages in tyrannical behavior. And remember Joe Biden's quote: "Well, if you're going to overthrow the government, you're going to need you're going to need weapons of war like F-15s and nuclear warheads and whatnot." Okay, well, if that's what you need to overthrow the government, then how are a bunch of idiots? few hundred idiots, 700 idiots, how many there were, breaking down glass doors, not armed at all. How is that? How were they going to accomplish overthrowing the government? So again, to call it an insurrection or a coup kind of flies in the face of what you believe it would take to overthrow the government. Remember Eric Swalwell? He's a big gun control guy, congressman out of California said, where people said, you're crazy if you think you're going to come get our weapons. And he said, he says, you're, if you 
if you're going to try to come get our weapons, you're asking for a war. And Swalwell basically said, well, it'll be a short war because the government has nukes. So I don't understand if that's your philosophy that the government is all powerful. How can, again, a few hundred idiots breaking down doors, throwing smoke bombs in the Capitol, taking a podium, how are they going to overthrow the government? And again, I don't want to sound like I'm diminishing this. People are in jail because of this, and that's a good thing. Now, I will say that there are some people that are being held that haven't been really they haven't been charged with a crime, and they're being held in, from what I understand, squalid conditions, all right, for several months now. Where's the due process in there? How do you hold someone in jail that long without charging with something? Okay? So this is just an awful situation all around. But really, the hyperbole has been going on since that day, January 6, 2021. And it was commemorated literally every month, the 6th of every month for every subsequent month. Because as soon as the calendar turned the 6th, whether it was the 6th of February, 6th of March, 6th of April, 6th of May, whatever, you always had a progressive or a Democrat legislator saying, well, X number of months ago today, the darkest day perhaps in American history took place, a dark day for our democracy, where overzealous Trump supporters tried to interfere with our electoral process. That's why we need to pass the John Lewis Voter Rights Act. They're only bringing it up for one reason, to try to demagogue the issue in order to gin up support for their agenda, the progressive agenda. That's that's it. That's it. And James Carville, Democrat strategist, he, of course, he, he of course rose to national prominence in the early 90s when he was working on the Bill Clinton campaign, you know, his famous saying, is the economy stupid? You know, he's a good, he's a good old Louisiana boy. Once said, uh, you know, when, when Paula Jones was alleging Bill Clinton raped her, says, well, you never know what happens when you drag a $100 bill through a trailer park. What you gonna get? You know, insulting Bill Clinton's accusers. Because I guess women weren't believed back then, but they, they should be believed unequivocally now. <clears throat> I digress. But James Carville was the one who advised Democrats, hey, you need to mention January 6th ad nauseum and make every single Republican responsible for what happened on January 6th. That's the strategy going forward. Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think that that has been the sole strategy going forward? January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. It's pretty simple. What else are progressives going to run on? They're going to run on a strong economy. Oh, that's right. Prices are higher than ever. People, now that gas prices are finally coming down, but they're paying outrageous uh, prices at the pump, and people are being gaslit, being told that, well, inflation's actually good for the economy. And all the hundreds of thousands of jobs that were lost during the pandemic that are now coming back, wow, look at all this job growth. Or now that Omicron is raging out of control and many health experts are now acquiescing to the fact, well, it turns out that even though you got the triple jab, you're still susceptible to Omicron, but it's no worse symptoms, at least at this point, than the flu. And yet threats are being levied to shut down the country again and shut down schools. And parents saw what a horrible effect that had on their kids, whether it was their educational process, right, their mental health, their social growth. 
Parents saw what a horrible effect that had on. You think you think people are occupied with other things? They're they're not worried about January sixth. And Eric Erickson, conservative commentator, wrote about that very thing uh, last week, saying, "Well, I think January sixth, twenty twenty one, was a no good, terrible, bad day." The American media wants you to believe that it was the absolute worst day ever. Why is this? To understand what's going on here, you need to understand a report from the website Morning Consult that does a lot of data-driven analysis. One of the things that they say is the views of the Republican Party are back to normal. People do not hold the Republican Party in contempt for January 6th. In fact, their views of Donald Trump have rebounded as their views of Joe Biden have gone down. Now, this is everything to do with Joe Biden being president, not Donald Trump. But at the same time, Republicans are no longer associated, per se, with January 6th. The public does not hold it against Republicans. You'll recall that James Carville was on television and said that the Democrats needed to do their best to tie Republicans to January 6th in the same way Republicans have tied Democrats to riots across the country, and their failure to do so would mean doom in 2022. As perception of the Republican Party has rebounded, the bottom line is the media has to go into double hysterics over January 6th because they've got to convince the American public that they cannot restore the Republicans to power. The media is doing this on behalf of the Democrat Party. Uh, I mean, you, you need to look no further than just, well, this past Thursday, January 6th. CNN devoted an entire primetime special to the events of January 6th, 2021. Now, I understand why CNN is doing this, given their cratering numbers since Trump left office. One would understand this uh, airing this broadcast in an effort to resurrect sagging ratings, if only for a night. However, it's going to have little impact on CNN uh, long term. Okay, their ratings aren't coming back. Their ratings pretty much went in the tank once Trump was out of office because the only way, re- reason their ratings were even respectable was because people needed to go somewhere for red meat, for anti-Trump rhetoric. You know, because Orange Mad Bad or something. But once Trump left office, CNN was no longer useful. And probably its biggest primetime name, Chris Cuomo, is no longer there. Well, this, like I say, this isn't going to help CNN long term. and It's going to have zero impact on the 2022 midterm elections. If Republicans don't take advantage of this environment, it's going to be something that they do to themselves this year. It's not going to have anything to do with January 6th. Okay? So, again, as I all, the, the normal caveat I give is never underestimate Republicans' ability to screw this up. All right? But the fact that you're going to keep trotting out January 6th is pretty pathetic. And you knew this was going to be insufferable, the commemoration of that day. You knew it was going to be. Because, like I said, every single month following January 6th, once the date turned the 6th, everybody's saying, oh, it's been X months since the darkest day in America. So I'm sorry, if you are comparing this to 9-11 or Pearl Harbor, I don't take you seriously. I don't. Was it an awful day? Was it inexcusable? Yes and yes. Do people deserve to go to jail for this? Absolutely. But on par with 9-11 or Pearl Harbor? Again, you really need to uh, check your worldview there. 651 
289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, I'm Cole with the Kingdom Builders. I read a devotion the other day that quoted a musician, Arthur Rubenstein. He would say that he could never omit his daily practice on the piano. He said that if he missed practice for three days, the public would know it. If for two days, his friends would know it. And even if for one day, he himself knew it. It is no less true in a Christian's life that in order to keep our lives in tune with his, there must never be a break in the study of God's word. If we leave off for only one day, we shall become conscious of a loss of power in living. If for two days, our friends around us will notice the failure in the beauty, the sweetness, and the grace of our character and disposition. If for three days we fail to study the scriptures, to see how God would have us live, even the people of the world will see a lowering of the spiritual quality of our life. We are called to be beacons of hope to the world, to be set apart. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at cole at thekingdombuilders.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. I'm Welcome back, AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Get us away in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we do have a live stream up and running at Facebook. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
And you can find a live stream there. I'm waving at the camera right now. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, apparently, the Vikings are so awful this afternoon thus far. Their offense is getting booed off the field. Uh, yet, they wanted to play all of their regulars, uh, even though a game that means nothing. Fight, win or lose, the Vikings aren't going to the playoffs, so why not give some of the young guys a chance to show what they've got? And yet, their regulars are just so awful that I, I, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like Mike Zimmer is going to be fired after this game, head coach Mike Zimmer, so we'll see what the, the future holds. Definitely needs to be some wholesale changes, that's for sure, because uh, the Vikings are going to be in salary cap hell next year. But I, I may get into sports later, so I'll save it for later. But continuing uh, the discussion of the events on January 6, 2021, the riots at the U.S. Capitol, this past Thursday marked the one-year anniversary, and I I made a vow that day that I was not going to be on social media at all. Now, I, I have a day job, so I work, so it's not conducive for me to be on it that much anyways. But I made a point to not be on it at all because occasionally when I get breaks during the day or particularly during my lunch break, I'll you know scroll through Twitter and Facebook. When I made a vow not to do it, not doing it. Uh, because, like I say, with progressives and never-Trumpers, always marking the sixth of every ensuing month as the X month anniversary of the darkest day in this country's history. You knew the one year anniversary was just going to be absolutely insufferable. And I got a notification at eight fifteen central time, which meant it was nine fifteen in the morning in Washington, DC, you know, you know, uh, tune in live now for a special, uh, message from president Joe Biden and vice president Kamala Harris. I was like, Oh God, they're starting already. And, you know, I get it because Joe has to call a lid by 2 p.m. every afternoon that he's got to get started in the morning. So I get that. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't I didn't partake in it. So I mean, we've got some audio sound bites, and this is just an example. I could have had so much more, but I decided to kind of cap it at these two to kind of give you an indication of what it was like. Let's see, uh, Jacob, how about kind of number two? This was uh, Vice President Kamala Harris stepping to the podium this past Thursday, uh, recounting that day that was January 6, 2021. Uh, Cut number two, Jacob. Fellow Americans, good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. Okay, there you have it. Puts us on par with 9-11. 2001, and December 7th, 1941. The terrorist attacks of the World Trade Center and Pentagon and then Pearl Harbor, respectively. You know, this is this is what they're going with. That This is all Democrats have. Because I guarantee you this, if Joe Biden's approval ratings were double digits above water, as opposed to double digits below water, which they are now. I think he's at, I think his approval ratings like, uh, I think 12 points underwater last I saw. 
But if it was reversed, they wouldn't be talking about this. They'd be talking about the success they're having with, you know, passing the infrastructure project or, uh, you know, their build back better because maybe, uh, you know, the Biden's popularity, perhaps uh, Senator's mansion and cinema would have come over to their side. Who's to say? But if his popularity rating was double digits above ground, he could say, look, all we need is to pick off a few seats in the Senate. We can get our entire agenda passed, okay, because we already control the House, you know, and then maybe Democrats could ride the wave of a popular uh, president. But it's not the case. So what do they have to do? They have to grasp at straws and keep bringing up January 6th, where our democracy was interfered with. That was That's a key phrase I want to focus on, where she said something along the lines of, you know, where there was attempts to undermine and interfere with our democracy. Well, um, let's go back to 2011. Progressive activists stormed the state capitol in Madison, Wisconsin. This was a month after Scott Walker was elected governor of Wisconsin. And Republicans held majorities in both chambers of the legislature. And they were putting through legislation that would reform the public employee unions as well as repair Wisconsin's budget deficit. You know, put together a budget repair bill that would help close the the deficit and balance the budget, basically. That's what you're supposed to do. And yet you had progressive activists, hundreds of them, storming the Capitol because their pet progressive projects, i.e. public employee unions, they felt were being messed with. Mind you, these legislators and the governor were democratically elected. And they were going to Madison to fulfill their campaign promises. Yet these progressive activists tried to stop it. How is that not uh, interfering in our democracy? How about uh, in Texas, back uh, uh, 2013-2014 time frame? Where protesters stormed the state capitol in Austin because Republicans were passing a pro-life measure? Most news anchors and reporters who covered it, you know, lauded Texas State Senator Wendy Davis as a hero because she was kind of leading the charge. And she even wore depends on the Senate floor saying, I'm going to fight tooth and nail. I'm not even going to go to the bathroom. And she wore sneakers and wore depends. And they call, uh, she was, she was kind of labeled abortion Barbie. And she never won, and she decided to try to use that momentum the next year to run for governor and was thoroughly trounced by Greg Abbott. But yet, she got a cushy gig on MSNBC as a, as, a, as a commentator. Okay? Great gig the Democrat Party has, by the way. You can just fail upwards. I mean, these are a couple of examples. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, getting back to the 2011 protest at the Wisconsin State Capitol, called it an impressive show of democracy where basically people were frothing at the mouth, storming the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin. But that's an impressive show of democracy. All right? They were trying to interfere with legislation being passed by democratically elected legislators and then ultimately signed into law by a democratically elected governor. But that's not, that's not undermining our democracy? 
nor storming the, the, the legislative chambers in Texas, Austin, Texas, when they were trying to pass a pro-life measure? Or Washington, D.C., 2018, during the confirmation hearings of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to sit on the Supreme Court. He was accused of sexually assaulting a young lady 35 years earlier when Brett Kavanaugh was 17. And yet we were just supposed to believe Dr. Christine Blasey Ford unequivocally. Just believe. Never mind there was never any corroborating evidence. Never mind the people closest to Dr. Ford could corroborate those two were even in the same dwelling, much less ever having met. And when Kavanaugh was ultimately confirmed, you saw the picture. You had people literally scratching on the doors of the Supreme Court chambers trying to get in there. What were they going to do? But yet, Brett Kavanaugh was nominated to sit on the Supreme Court by a democratically elected president, Donald Trump, and was voted, confirmed to sit on the Supreme Court by a democratically elected body, the U.S. Senate. And yet, people threatening senators that were getting on the elevator, how is that not an affront to our democracy? I mean, this, here's the thing. People who are clutching their pearls and getting the vapors over what happened on January 6, 2021, you aren't doing that because it was the darkest day in American history. You're lying to yourself if you say that. You're doing that because the weapons your side utilized in these instances I just mentioned is being used against you, and you don't like it. That's it. That's that's the only reason. I've got other instances, and I'll, and I'll come back to them on the other side of the break. But this whole situation with getting the vapors over January 6, 2021, it's because this is the inevitable conclusion. You enabled all of those other incidents, whether it was at Madison, Wisconsin, Austin, Texas, Washington, D.C. You pretty much enabled all of those, even sanctioned it in some cases. So you don't get to have the vapors. You don't have any moral authority to have the vapors over what happened January 6, 2021. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Into this house. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 
enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Invergrove Hyundai, and we like what we see. And obviously, the same day, even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood, and that started the relationship with uh, Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars, and in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Invergrove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle, give uh, Invergrove Hyundai a shot at it. Uh, You'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at InvergroveHyundai.com. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we also have the live stream up and going at Facebook. Go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and you can uh, comment there or uh, you know just view along, whatever the case. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we're still having the interruption issues. I know that in the past that's been a complaint listeners have. They have a hard time watching the live stream because it does have some interruptions cutting out. We apologize if that's the case. But so many ways to listen to the broadcast. Am twelve eighty the Patriot dot com. You can stream it if you have the iHeart app or the uh, Am twelve eighty the Patriot app. You can listen on your smartphone as well. If you have Amazon Alexa, just say, "Hey Alexa, bring me to the Patriot Minneapolis and show." Bring you right here. So lots of ways to listen if you can't. If you don't want to follow along on the live stream, I certainly understand that. Uh, continuing talking about the uh, just insufferable commemoration of January 6th. I mean, you knew it was going to happen, that they were putting it on par with 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. And again, it's really a political ploy. The Democrats are doing this because they've got nothing for 2022. The Biden administration has been an abysmal failure. I mean, his approval ratings are, are just absolutely cratering double digits below water, underwater. And again, as I mentioned, this this was kind of the natural conclusion. This is how it was going to go. It culminated with the riots at the U.S. Capitol because, and I said this, I, I went, and my shows between Election Day 2020 
and uh, early January, I said on a couple of occasions with Donald Trump inflaming his ardent supporters over allegations of election fraud, just fantastical conspiracy theories and uh, Venezuelan voting machines and and, uh, Krakens, whatever else, uh, suitcases full of ballots, all of these uh, allegations that were that had zero evidence. Now, there were some irregularities that they could have focused upon and should have focused upon, but instead they decided to engage in hyperbole. And I remember saying sometime again between Election Day 2020, probably around December, I was saying this. I said, you know, people are becoming so angry and so inflamed by the then-President Trump's rhetoric that somebody's going to end up getting injured. I mean, Trump alleging that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has a brother who works for a Chinese tech firm, so therefore Raffensperger has an incentive to keep Trump from being reelected president because Trump, in his mind, was not friendly with China and therefore didn't want Brad Raffensperger's, uh, Brad Raffensperger didn't want his brother to, you know, lose his job with this Chinese tech firm. Well, that was proven to be a flat-out law. A lie, I should say. Flat-out lie. It was a lie. There's a Raffensperger that worked for a Chinese tech firm, but it was not Brad Raffensperger's brother. Things like this. And this, again, inflamed Trump's ardent supporters. And I said this. I said, you know, this is reminiscent of the summer of 2017, Trump's first year in office, when the Republicans had control of Congress and, of course, Trump in in the White House, and they were looking to repeal Obamacare. And they could do it through reconciliation because, remember, the Supreme Court ruled that the individual mandate was, in effect, a tax. So, therefore, because it related to uh, fiscal matters, you could amend it or change it or overturn it via reconciliation. You didn't need a supermajority in the Senate. And so there was talk about doing that. And, of course, Bernie Sanders continually came out and said that if the Republicans overturn Obamacare, millions of people will die. I mean, Bernie pounded that rhetoric. And what happened? Well, a crazed Bernie bro found out Republicans were engaging in a baseball practice at a local field in Virginia, local baseball field, because they have this annual congressional baseball game every June. And this crazed Bernie bro went to this field, verified, yeah, those are Republican members of Congress that are at this baseball field, and opened fire because he kept hearing his... Idol Bernie Sanders saying that if the Republicans overturn Obamacare, millions are going to lose health care and end up dying. And in order to prevent that from happening, this guy opened fire and almost killed people, including Majority Whip Steve Scalise. He was gravely wounded. Now, thankfully, Steve Scalise uh, recovered and a year later was able to actually participate in the congressional baseball game. Okay. But I remember saying that. I said, you know, this is reminding me of the of, of that rhetoric Bernie Sanders ramped up. Now, again, I don't blame Bernie Sanders for this kook opening fire on members of Congress. But you know what? If progressives want to play this game where incendiary rhetoric leads to violence and therefore the person conveying the rhetoric should be held accountable, well, then, you know what? Where's your condemnation of your guy, Bernie? All right. See, see, see where I'm going with this? They don't like it when the games that they play, the rhetoric that they employ, the demagoguery that they use is is turned around on them. They don't like it. And again, 
that this does not excuse one iota what happened on January 6, 2021. The fact that people said, you know what, we're getting nowhere soft-pedaling these issues. The Democrats, they use all this violence and this incendiary rhetoric and these mob tactics. You know, the woke mob or a literal mob that storms Capitol buildings in Austin, Texas and Madison, Wisconsin. Democrats use these tactics. You know what? We're fed up. We're not taking it anymore. Okay? I, that doesn't, I don't excuse that mentality one iota. That's the wrong tactic to take. Okay? And if that's what it takes in order for whomever I support, whatever party I support, whatever candidate I support, to remain in power or get in power, then count me out. Not interested. Not interested. Okay? And, you know, my wife just texted me, you know, she also brought up some other incidents. You know, I was naming these incidents where left-wing mobs stormed the Wisconsin State Capitol in 2011 or the Texas State Capitol 2013-2014 time frame or a bunch of kooks stormed the Supreme Court chambers uh, in 2018 after uh, Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed to the court. Okay, you remember uh, 2020, the summer of unrest? where radical activists stormed the White House. The White House, where the president sits. President Trump, who was democratically elected and injured Secret Service members in the process. Or heckled Republicans who were walking uh, away from the convention where the convention was being held. Remember, they had a virtual uh, Republican National Convention in 2020. All that stuff. All these all these tactics were used. But yet, we're supposed to think that January 6th, 2021, is on par with Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Yet all of these other incidents that I named, if it were if the roles were reversed and it were Republican mobs, they'd be using the same hyperbole. Okay? Heck, yesterday was the eleventh anniversary of of Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords being shot in Tucson, Arizona. And right away, they assigned political motives to it. Because apparently there was a congressional map that had crosshair symbols on key congressional districts that Republicans were looking to flip. And one of them was Gabrielle Giffords' congressional district. And it was a a political action committee that was headed up by Sarah Palin. So they said, well, Sarah Palin caused all this. Okay, a crosshair symbol. And that later was debunked because it turns out the gunman who shot Gabrielle Giffords, among others, turns out he was apolitical, didn't have any interest in in politics. He was just very mentally disturbed. But yet they still kind of kept that narrative going until this guy again was like, no, no, it wasn't really political at all. But... You know, the old saying, the, a lie travels around the world twice before the truth gets its shoes on. So it took a long time for that narrative to get debunked. And heck, just a few years ago, the New York Times even made an, an allusion to it about a politically motivated shooting of Gabrielle Giffords. And they had to issue a retraction because there was enough backlash over it. But yet Bernie Sanders saying millions of people are going to die if Republicans overturn Obamacare and then... Republican members of Congress get shot by a, a, a deranged Bernie bro. Now, all of a sudden, rhetoric, you know, ah, it's just rhetoric. It's just words. Speech doesn't equal violence, I guess, when a Democrat says it. 
you know, I, I don't want to play these whataboutism games. This isn't whataboutism because, again, I condemn all of these events wholeheartedly, whether it's what happened on January 6, 2021, as well as what happened at the Wisconsin State Capitol in 2011 and the Texas State Capitol in 2014 and at the Supreme Court chambers in 2018 and what happened in, when Black Lives Matter activists stormed the White House in 2020. I condemn all of that. Equal footing. But progressives aren't that consistent because they're holding January 6th as a standalone event. And what January 6th encompassed is Donald Trump not accepting the results of a legitimate election and therefore many of his supporters not accepting the results of a legitimate election. You had the governor of Washington, Jay Inslee, just said within the past couple days, maybe even said this just yesterday, that he's looking to make it a gross misdemeanor if anybody conveys false statements about an election in the future. Are you serious with that? A sitting governor is looking to criminal, literally criminalize speech. That's what this is about. But once again, when Republicans question elections, question fraud, oh, you're questioning the integrity of our voter system, the best voter system in the world. But yet, when George W. Bush was elected in 2000 and 2004 and Donald Trump was elected in 2016, questioning election results was not only our right, but our responsibility. Yeah, I got I got the receipts. I got a, a couple of uh, key sound clips to play on that. We'll catch up with those in the last segment this hour. And again, we'll be available to take a phone call or two, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Still don't know what I was waiting for. Am I tired? AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As we head into the new year, the big question is, will you follow through with the resolutions and goals you make for the coming year? Boy, the last couple years have been a little tough, and probably one of those goals you'd like is to set yourself and your family up for a better 2022. Well, you can do that with a cash-out refinance from United Faith Mortgage. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here, and my friends at United Faith Mortgage can take care of you with a cash-out refinance. A little extra cash in your pocket, redo that loan, and take care of some of those projects you might want to have done. Pay off a little debt. Maybe you want to do a little remodeling or whatever the case may be, you are in control. The great thing about United Faith Mortgage is their direct lender advantage, meaning there's no middleman. And that advantage allows us to get a better rate for you so you can save monthly and lifelong money. And again, United Faith Mortgage will cover your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you'd normally have to pay up front. Visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 65233. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day. Men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. 
We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member and of And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. What is love? Oh, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. What are we at the night at the Roxbury oh, baby, or something? Don't hurt me. <laughs> hey, welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for always tuning in. Got one final segment this hour, uh, talking about uh, the commemoration of the U.S. Capitol riots, which took place on January sixth, two thousand twenty-one, uh, and the just over-the-top hyperbole that Never Trumpers and progressives have engaged in literally every month, particularly on the anniversary, the sixth of every month. Uh, regarding the awful incident. And look, there's no excusing it. There have been those who have been charged with crimes, have pled guilty, have made plea deals, whatever. People need to do jail time for that. Let's not mince any words here. And the, the just the expectation that was set that the electoral college results could be overturned or stopped, uh, absolutely despicable. So the bottom line is, that at the heart of this is Democrats want to clear the decks. So if they engage in some nefarious actions around elections, and I'm not talking about Venezuelan voting machines or Krakens or any of that other garbage, you know, that was never proven. Okay, but read the book Rigged by Molly Hemingway, all right, where particularly Facebook, big tech, infused millions of dollars in major cities in order to run up vote tallies in order to capital or to clinch these swing states like Pennsylvania and like Wisconsin and like Michigan. Okay. That's where some nefarious actions, not, not necessarily illegal and not outright fraud, but nefarious actions that have taken place that we need to address and respective legislatures in those states need to pass tighter election laws. But but the but this all stems from Democrats don't want any questioning of election results <clears throat> unless they lose. Want proof? Let's go back to uh how about this uh, Jacob cut number 4. This is uh then minority uh Democrat House minority leader Nancy Pelosi in January of 2005 when they were certifying the electoral college results giving George W Bush his reelection victory over John Kerry. The state that decided it was Ohio. If Ohio had flipped Kerry, John Kerry would have won. And George W. Bush ended up winning, not by a huge margin, but a comfortable margin. 
And uh, what was now, what's now unpatriotic was standard fare for Democrats when a Republican president is elected. Cut number four. Before the election, there were complaints about absentee ballots that were requested but did not arrive. There were reports of registration problems and of improper purging of the voting rolls. And the Ohio Secretary of State made decisions about provisional ballots, partisan poll watchers, and paper requirements for registration forms that some found questionable, leading to widespread confusion and possible disenfranchisement. 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 During the election, we know that there were not enough voting machines in poorer and minority. There you go. I mean, these are these are all. This is all conjecture, all allegations, no evidence. Just throwing out these statements, these random statements about voting rolls purged, not enough voting machines in minority areas, whatever else, burning the black vote. All allegate. None, none of them proven. None, no evidence presented, but yet allowed to go unquestioned. And now, 2016, there are still people questioning the 2016 results, saying Donald Trump was placed there because of Russia. Even though that whole narrative, Trump being a Russian asset or Russia colluding, colluding with the Trump campaign, turned out to be complete bunk. You know why? Because the millisecond they had something else to go on, i.e. the phone call with the Ukrainian leader, the Trump phone call with the Ukrainian leader, they completely dropped Russia. Completely dropped it. When they were obsessed with that for the first three-plus years of Donald Trump's administration. So this is Kamala Harris, then-Senator Kamala Harris, uh, back in 2016, appearing on the Breakfast Club uh, radio show, uh, Charlemagne the God, I guess, does he still have the show on Comedy Central? It didn't look very funny, so I can't believe it lasted more than a few weeks. Maybe still does. But Charlemagne the God is the gentleman who runs this uh, broadcast, the, the Breakfast Club. Here he's having a conversation with Kamala Harris regarding the 2016 election uh, won by Donald Trump. Let's go. Elections matter. When you win an election, you get to set the rules. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in but, 2020. But rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you you know, fight against that in 2020. You are absolutely right. So, again, as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, I will tell you that we should believe exactly what the intelligence community has told us, which which is Russia did interfere in the election of the President of the United States in 2016. Whoops. Nope, they didn't. There you go. You you take it as fact. Remember um, uh, Pencil Neck, uh, Adam Schiff? I have to say that carefully. Adam Schiff? because I sometimes call him Schiff for brains. Adam Schiff alleging, oh, here it comes. It's coming any day now, the big bombshell. It's going to come down. I had uh, Aaron Mate, progressive journalist, on about a month or so ago when I was filling in for Mitch on a Saturday, completely debunking all of that. And to this day, you still have people saying Trump was illegitimately elected in 2016. So now... Questioning election results, not in the up and up. I guarantee you this. If Democrats get wiped out this November, like as of right now, it's projected to happen. Again, a lot can happen um, in, I guess, what would it be, 10 months. A lot can happen in 10 months. But if this is a normal midterm election cycle, which is the first midterm of a new president's 
first four years then the president's opposite party will have great success. And I guarantee you there is going to be unsubstantiated allegations of fraud and whatever, and the media will parrot it, and all of a sudden it's no longer a danger to democracy. It's no longer threats to our republic. It's no longer all the other hyperbole that they use to describe what Trumpers and Trump himself said about our electoral system. Suddenly those terms will go down the memory hole. So at the end of it, this is all about the Democrats keeping January 6th narrative going because it all stemmed from questioning election results, and this is the natural extension of what happens when people question election results. But to this day, Stacey Abrams, who lost in 2018 to Brian Kemp, in the Georgia gubernatorial race, to this day has not conceded. And to this day says that that election was unfairly put forth. So, again, for those progressives who are clutching their pearls, getting the vapors about January 6, 2021, you're frauds. You're frauds. You don't believe violence is wrong necessarily. You just hate that it's being used against you. Because if you believed violence was wrong, you would have condemned what what would have happened in the summer of 2017 to Republicans on a baseball field. But you didn't. You moved on to Russian interference within a couple of days. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. Me, Brad Carlson, The Closer. Go nowhere. Turn all of the lights on. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Got inflation? Not at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Every day, your dollar will buy 40 to 70% more at PJ's Appliance. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand-new scratch-and-dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand-new name-brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire, and many more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the Ilve handmade Italian stoves that you see on the DIY TV shows. Don't pay inflated prices for name-brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big, big dollars at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Visit our easy-to-get-to Plymouth showroom today or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Do you suffer from sharp, shooting, aching neck or back pain? Have you found yourself discouraged because the only solutions you've been offered to treat your pain or disc injuries are medications, injections, or surgery? Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center has a time-tested, proven track record of treating spine and nerve injuries from acute and chronic bulge discs, herniated discs, and pinched nerves. Their non-invasive, non-surgical decompression techniques have helped hundreds of patients get relief from debilitating 
neck and back pain caused by disc injuries. If you're ready to reclaim your health, contact Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center in Chanhassen. They're here to help you. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Go to AbundantLifeChiropractor.com to schedule your full disc and spinal workup. That's AbundantLifeChiropractor.com. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280, The Patriot is WW. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.